Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson. And if you're ready to live life on purpose in your God-given gifts, strengths, and identity without sacrificing family, home, self, and soul care, then you've come to the right place. But first and foremost, we want to make sure we're seeking the steadfast, loving kindness and peace that surpasses understanding from Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Hello, sisters, and welcome to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and this week is right here, smack dab in the middle of Christmas and New Year's. So we're coming off of this Christmas chaos for a lot of people. Honestly, I don't get it. I'm I don't get caught up in the commercialism of Christmas. Christmas to me is about Christ and the gift that he is for us from God because he loved us. It is a gift that God sent for us. It is a gift that Christ lived and was this example and left so many parables and so much truth and wisdom in scripture to help guide us. It is a gift that Christ hung on the cross for us on account of his love for us. And then he left and left us with his spirit. Like, wow, what a gift. I did not do all the holiday shopping. Um, I did spend some time baking cookies with my son and, you know, just spending a lot of time in fellowship with others, which to me, that's what Christmas is about you do you. Like if Christmas is about something else to you, um, just encourage you to really sit in that though. Anyway, that's not what this episode's about. We're coming off of this Christmas chaos and right around the corner is new year. And while I'm the type of person that you might guess focuses on my goals and my dreams and my aspirations and living my best life and becoming my best self, all year long. It's a focus of mine. I know this is the time of year that it's heavily focused on by a lot of people. It is New Year. January 1st is coming around. The gyms are about to be full. But what else, right? Everybody is setting New Year's resolutions. And I'm not a fan of them, honestly. Like I I plan for a whole quarter or a whole year repetitively. It's not really um, like something like, oh, here it's New Year's, let's go. Um, But it is a good reason to have a fresh start. I think more than just New Year's is a good reason to have a fresh start. But one thing I really want to focus on is resolution. I think words have a lot of powerful meanings. I, I hear God in Genesis, he spoke the world into existence and in the universe with his words. And so obviously they're powerful. Our words mean a lot, even before they come out of our mouth, they are our thoughts. They are the intents of our hearts. So I really like words. I really like digging into word meanings um, and what's behind them, whether it's in scripture or not. A word I want to dig into today is the word resolution. And 
when I think of resolution, I think of other words like battery, for example. Um, there's multiple meanings. Are you talking about a battery like that you're putting in your kid's toy so it can make a lot of noise and drive you bonkers? <laughs> Are you talking about battery like assault charges against someone, right? And resolution is very similar where there's a lot of different definitions of it, but I feel like I've gleaned this different overall outtake than most will. And resolution has kind of six separate definitions that are tied to it. And I just want to run through them and share this with you guys. It's something that's been on my heart, not just this year, but for the last couple of years and thinking about these resolutions. And definition number one, it's a firm decision to do something. And every time you make a decision not to do something, you're still making a decision, right? So it's a decision to do or not to do something. And it is a firm decision. It's not one made lightly. That wouldn't be a resolution if it was a light decision. This is a firm decision. And I think this is the one that most people equate to a New Year's resolution. They are deciding, I'm going to start doing X or I'm going to stop doing X, whatever it is. Number two is a quality of being determined or resolute. So this is almost um, like in law or in a civil matter. And I think number three ties into this pretty well. And it's the action of solving a problem. And so if you think about, you know, if you're in a court of law, the judge makes the decision. He is determined. He has come to a resolution. And he has, in, in a state of law, solved the problem, right? He's made the decision and it's final. It has been determined. Number four and number five kind of go a little bit together and they're a bit sciency. Number four is reducing or separating something into its different components. And number five is the smallest interval measured in a scientific instrument. And these are things like in a chemistry basis, right? When you're separating parts down to their core. Um, you know, I just think of this water that I have here at my desk. It's hydrogen and oxygen. And it's two parts hydrogen to one part oxygen, and that's what makes it water. So it's separating things out. Is that, did I say that right? H2O? Yeah. Two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Hey, y'all, if I got that wrong, I'm not a science major. I'm a life coach. Big difference. <laughs> anyway, number six is the conversion of something abstract into something different. And number six, I really like to think about in doing these New Year's resolutions because something abstract to me, that's your dreams. That's your desires. That's your big picture. Like, what do I want out of life? And something abstract is to me, like when I meet God face to face, hearing him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That is an abstract concept. How do we make that real and tangible in our life today? How do we take action on that in our life today and turning that into something else? If that makes sense. Taking, taking those dreams and those desires and those kingdom passions that you have and turning them into goals, making them something that's realistic for you to achieve 
and then reducing them down into smaller intervals and making those into action steps of how are you actually going to achieve this, this goal? It's not about setting the goal that matters. It's about achieving the goal. It's about the results. It's about the outcome of that. The goal in itself, honestly, is a lot of times something abstract as well. People have goals to lose 50 pounds, for example. I know because I've had this goal and it was abstract when I set that goal. I did not believe it was possible. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I broke it down into these smaller intervals to the smallest interval down to, am I going to make the decision to eat this or to eat that? Am I going to make the decision to sit on the couch or go for a walk? You have to break down these big abstract ideas into smaller and smaller and smaller intervals until they become these micro habits that are easy for you to decide. And so I want to encourage you when thinking about a resolution, if you're the type of person that makes a resolution, if you're the type of person that says it's January 1st, I'm going to be a whole new person now, and you're going to make a resolution, I want you to think about this whole big picture of the word resolution. Bringing all of these definitions together, making it a firm decision to do or not to do something. To be determined about it, not just saying it lightly. To have it be something that's actually solving a problem. We have to know why we're making this decision. We have to know why we want to do this thing. Make sure it's solving a problem that you're facing in your life now that you want to be different. Make sure you reduce or separate it down. Make sure you break it down to its smallest intervals, starting all the way from that big picture. What is helping you to get there? What actions can you take? We want to come to a result. We want to come to an outcome, not just set a goal, not just set a resolution and say something and throw it out into thin air and then stop two weeks into the new year. Think about what you want most over what you want right now. Think about that big picture life. And most of all, pray over it. Sit in that with God. Take it to the word of scripture. Find out, is this for you? Because for some people, this idea of maybe losing weight or toning up for the year, maybe it's an expectation you've put on yourself that doesn't really matter. Maybe you are healthy right now. And you've got this idea that something about you needs to change or be better. That maybe it's not in relation to your health or your your physical status. Think about the big picture. Pray about it. And sisters, if you are struggling with this concept, with this idea, if you want to set a resolution, but you're like, ah, I have before and I just never stuck to it. I don't know how to break it down. I don't know how to look at my big picture life. Or maybe you don't know how to make it into these smaller action steps. Let me know, please. Jump into the Intentional Abundance community. 
grab the life and goals planner that is specifically what is designed to do. It is designed to help you explore and sit in this big picture, the three P's, your passions, your purposes, and prioritize them. It is designed to help you break down that big picture dreams and desires and convert that abstract idea into something that is a smaller interval, something that you're able to pursue and achieve. And if you're not the kind of person that makes resolutions, then this isn't for you. Don't do it. But think about where you are working to draw yourself closer to God, closer to Christ, and what he has for you in this life. God bless you all, and I hope you have a beautiful and blessed new year. Eek! I'm so excited. If you have not already heard via last week's episode or all over social media, I am offering an exclusive scholarship to up to five ladies. As of right now, there are only three spaces left. So don't snooze on this sister because up to five ladies are going to get a nearly 50% scholarship off of my coaching program, which is huge. I am having this go to ladies who are ready to grab life and take control to produce the outcome that they desire in life to get behind this mind drama and struggles that have been holding them back with a biblical mindset to cut the overwhelm out of life and start creating the results that you want, whether that's in your quiet time with God in your intentional time with your kids or your spouse. Maybe that's getting on top of your homemaking tasks or pursuing this big God-sized dream that he has planted on your heart. I want to partner with you. So if you are thinking, is this for me? I encourage you to jump on a call. I have opened up space on my calendar this week and next for you to learn more about the I Am, to share where you're at now and where you're trying to go. So I can help give you direction on whether the I am is right for you, or if another coaching program that I am aware of would better suit you to have your questions answered and for you to make a decision whether this is for you or not. So snag one of those spots on my calendar and we'll chat more.